0: Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will share stories, ideas, and guests that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice, and let's chat. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I am your host, Jennifer George, and it's 6.30 p.m. after my working day, and I'm simply joining you this evening with an ice-cold Coke Zero. Don't kill me. Don't yell at me. I know it has aspartame. I know it's not the healthiest option, but I've always said that healthcare providers are not perfect. While we know what's healthy and what isn't healthy, we do just strive to stay well and happy. And the way I see it is, you know, would I be more miserable without having the Coke Zero today? And the answer is yes. So indulge it is. Okay, guys, so let's get on with the show. Back when I became a physiotherapist over 12 years ago... I remember wanting to become one because I was fascinated with the science of the human body and I also wanted to help people use their body and move their body to live optimally again. But nowadays, if you're somebody who's considering a career in healthcare and you hop onto social media or media in general, you're going to see that a lot of the attention around it is negative. And it's no surprise that a lot of people now do not want to get into healthcare. But this podcast today is to talk to you more about why now would actually be the best time to get into healthcare. Now would actually be the time to turn this negativity into an opportunity. So a lot of the most successful entrepreneurs and the most successful leaders in personal growth will tell you that when there are times of negativity, in our case in healthcare, things like burnout, um, things like hallway medicine, things like poor communication between healthcare providers and patients and the coordination of services, when things are rough and we're going through a spell, It's actually, if you think about it, a time to envision. It's a time to embrace it as an opportunity to make it something your own. So one of the things that really gets under my skin um, as, as a human being is when people just complain about the system of things, but don't offer any solutions on how to rectify it and how to make it better for everyone. Unfortunately, I think people in this position uh, might be experiencing burnout themselves, a lack of professional and personal purpose and fulfillment, essentially. So in my opinion, it's one thing to critique the system, identify what's wrong with it, it's another thing to offer solutions on how to improve it, but it's an even better thing to actually get into action and um, create those solutions so that you can improve healthcare for all. Because at the end of the day whether we are patients or providers, we are all a part of the system and we are all affected by the system. So, you know, I'm all in favor of everybody doing their part. So wherever you see a gap in your own healthcare journey or in the journey of your patients that you think could improve upon, then I highly encourage you to get into action and make it your own And you will start to feel your professional satisfaction and your personal satisfaction start to flourish. So as many of you know, I've written a book called Communication Is Care, Nine Empowering Strategies to Guide Patient Healing. And what some of you also may know, and many of you may not, but that book was written purely based on my lived experiences as a caregiver to my dad for almost 10 years, actually more than that. My dad passed away sadly in 2018, and while I was a caregiver to him, I saw gaps in healthcare delivery. And everything I saw as a gap, I strived to improve in my own professional experiences with my patients. So, particularly, I noticed a big gap in communication. I I saw a lot of instances where A lot of conflict could have been prevented if things had just been more clearly communicated between ourselves as my dad's caregivers, my dad, and healthcare providers over the 12 years of his life. And so when he passed away last year, it suddenly hit me, and it wasn't like I thought about it. I just decided I was just going to write this book, and it was my way of staying connected to my dad as I was healing. And it was also my way of putting everything I've ever experienced and everything I ever practice into words to help other people do the same. Because I figured if we went through it, I'm sure at least one other person is going through it, has gone through it, or will go through it. And You know, I decided in the fall of 2018 that I was just going to write this book and see how it would develop and create itself. And that's what I did. I basically just wrote my lived and felt experiences. And that is what I mean when I say create something out of what appears to be a negative situation, I think it's really unfortunate right now that many healthcare providers, if you ask them if they would do it all over again, if they would choose the same profession or the healthcare profession, and what healthcare providers are starting to say is no, that they wouldn't go into healthcare, and I'm probably one of the few who would say, I would go into healthcare again if I could, and I would maybe have prepared myself a little better had I known um, in general to be more resilient while putting compassion at the forefront and staying true to myself and doing a deeper dive into what matters to me as a human being, and as a professional, because what matters to me as a human being will then start to extend itself into my professional practice and how I connect and interact with patients and colleagues and service providers all day. So, if you are someone who is taking a stance and stepping back and looking in at the healthcare system, at healthcare delivery as a whole, and you're noticing gaps as you journey through, I want you to ask yourself why that is, what those gaps are, why does it make you feel the way it makes you feel, and what can you do about it? And I don't mean that you have to put yourself out there, guys. I'm not saying that you need to go on social media and you need to do anything like that. In fact, I don't advise that. I don't advise that unless you are 100% certain that that is what you think will help, that is what you believe will help, and that is how you truly feel. What I want you to do is in your quietest moments when you're reflecting, I want you to write things down and I want you to say them out loud Like, why do you think this needs to improve? Why do you think you are the person to do it? And how does that make you feel? If it makes you feel exhausted, if it makes you feel um, drained, if it makes you feel more negative, so the concerns that you have bring out the worse in you, then do not go there. Do not go there. But... If it does the opposite and it invigorates you, it makes you feel hopeful, it makes you feel charged, it makes you feel fulfilled, then I want you to do something small right now that takes a bit of effort on your part, but gets you into action. Because again, once you start doing that, guys, once you take that leap into action, you're going to notice and you're going to be so highly sensitive to the people around you who just complain and who just have this sense of entitlement that everybody or that their bosses or that their organization owes them something. And the reason why I know that is because I was there. I was there. I was that person years ago. I felt like my organization that I worked for owed me something. And really, they don't. Right? You know, when you think about it, they really don't. So it's my decision to either adapt and embrace their framework or to dig deeper into what matters most to me and what I believe would be um, most beneficial for my patients and then to act on that. And that was what I did. And when I did that, doors started to open for me and my personal growth. And my professional growth started to kind of run parallel to each other. And my satisfaction, not only with my work, but also with my life, um, started to improve. And so now this is why I can do things like this. Because it fulfills me, it charges me, it invigorates me, it doesn't drain me. It does not drain me to sit here and talk to you about what I'm passionate about. And what I'm passionate about is inspiring you, empowering you, and guiding you to take action. And not only that, I want to interact with you. So I want you to get back to me after you've listened to this podcast, and I want you to say, Jen, I agree. I don't agree. I tried to do this. It wasn't easy. Can you help me? Whatever it is, I want to hear it. Because that is the only way to move things forward. You don't have to be an ass about it, <laughs> if it's negative. That's not what I'm saying, because that I won't entertain. But if you have something to say that's civil, something to say that is an agreement or disagreement, but you have your way and that, that new way, I would love to hear it, because that is the way of bringing everything together and making our healthcare system a comprehensive experience for everybody. So if you guys want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at jengeorge08. That's with two N's as well as Instagram and Facebook is Jennifer George. And if you check out my website jennifergeorge.co and you go under the engagement and mentorship section, you'll see that I am offering mentorships to entry-level practitioners as well as um, more expert level practitioners on empowering them and guiding them to get the best out of their uh, professional practice but also the best out of their personal uh, growth and practices. So hit me up on there as well, and we are hosting a local event in Windsor, Ontario called Flow, and it's for healthcare providers, and actually we're opening it up to anybody at this point who feels that they're a bit in limbo and wants to um, discover their purpose, what fulfills them, um, how to be mindful and ways to give themselves the best self-care possible in order to turn around and give that care to those they serve every day. Thank you so much guys for listening in. I appreciate your time as always and remember to stay happy.